G'day, folks. Uh, on this week's Hot Seat, we're talking to Rachel Stevens, uh, another another one of these ladies who's been sucked into her husband's business. Uh, and it's really important that we, we talk about this side of things because it's there are so many husband and wife run building businesses around the place um, and they have their unique problems, their unique issues. Uh, in Builders Business Black Belt, we kind of, I don't know, for some weird reason, specialise in that area. Most of our Black Belt members are husband and wife run uh, building businesses. Um, Julie and I run Builders Business Black Belt and so we know the, the foibles and challenges of um, working with your spouse in a business. And it, it is a lot of benefits, but there's also a lot of challenges. So thanks for having a chat with us, Rachel. Can you tell us uh, before, because I think um, uh, Jason came through the Blueprint program and yes, then <laughs> and then eventually we you know went into into black belt so mm-hmm. do you remember what was going on in your business um and i know that you weren't actively part of it um at that time like you're more involved now but what was going on in your business at that time what did it look like what did it feel like what did it smell like and taste like how how good was it going oh, i don't think it was going great at the time when he discovered you through I think it was through your podcast actually and I think it was a time when um, we were probably in just a bit of crisis mode across the business and um, dealing with a client that was very difficult and well very difficult is probably an understatement (laughs) (laughs) that's a nice way of describing it Um, I just think a bit lost in general and looking for some guidance and some help yeah and so what were your thoughts and, and feelings about the, the, the future of the business at that time? Like before uh, Jason became aware of us, what were your thoughts and feelings about the future of the business? Like if it keeps going the way it's going, what do you think, how do you think it was going to end up? I think it was definitely, you know, I think we've been plodding along and just hoping for the best and there was no real direction anyway or I don't know it's hard to describe it you don't know what you don't know so at the time we probably didn't think things were that bad but then it did take a bit of a spiral and then sort of I'm not sure I wasn't really confident the business would continue into the future until we sort of met um, Julie and yourself and and got on board with Blueprint and then Black Belt. The, uh, the, The interesting thing that you just said there to me is that we we didn't really realize it was that bad um yeah. You know, as as we speak recording this, um, you know, we heard the news that, that the uh, the boss of, of a large um, uh, volume building company had committed suicide, the, the, the mm. business is in trouble. Um, we know that, you know, a, f- a couple of hundred builders have gone under in the last few months around mm-hmm. the country. Uh, and it's you know the, the issue is that I I didn't think it was that bad. You said that, and and I'd just be interested in your your thoughts in relation to what you know now. Now I'm not trying to say to the listener here that everything is wonderful in Rachel and Jason's business because it's not. Like let's no, it's be not. honest, it's not. <laughs> but it's not. 
what what is your level of confidence? And there's always problems, there's always frustrations, but what how do you feel about the future of your business now knowing what you know compared to what you didn't know back then? I think if we just continued on the path we were on, I would have felt a lot more hopeless. I think I had a lot of fears and about just everything collapsing and us losing our house and, you know, I was re- it was real doom and gloom, whereas now I think even though there's definitely waves and I'm on a bit of a roller coaster, I can just definitely feel that there's more hope for the future and that we will make our way out of our current issues and problems because yeah. um, we've got the right support and, you know, all these frameworks being put in place and, you know, we're trying to follow the processes and I think it's just providing a lot more structure and a lot more hope for me. So that's a wonderful definitely. segue. It's almost like you've rehearsed this um, because my <laughs> next question was about frameworks and processes what what are one two or three frameworks and or processes that you've implemented as we said you know we're, we're, we're not trying to say everything's wonderful there are still challenges just with every building business there are no building businesses that are all rainbows and unicorns that there are always challenges but what mm-hmm. are say a couple of frameworks or processes that you've implemented that have made a difference I think there, a lot of them are still works in progress, which yep. I think is good that we're always trying to improve those things. But I just think um, definitely implementing, which has only been recent, the paid site visit and paid proposals. So making sure um, Jason is being paid for his time that he puts into doing all these um, proposals for people instead of just you know doing them for free like we were doing before. Yeah. And also just from my perspective, trying to put a lot more processes in place in behind the scenes, I guess, to help the company have more structure and to make things run smoother and be more streamlined for us and make sure we're, you know, just being on top of things instead of hoping for the best, knowing where we are financially, you know, trying to track things that way as well. So what were were some of the things that you changed, some of the actions that you took to go from not being paid to being paid? I think it's all just being part of Black Belt, isn't it? Like that's, you know, what we learned is that we should be, valuing our time instead of just giving it away for free and um you know i think that even having processes within the company it's everything you know you've got to you've got to have systems in place otherwise you're just sort of living in chaos (laughs) you never know what's going on that that's that's a theory um which we obviously purport in in you know even on the podcast you know that that Mm -hmm. free sucks you've you've got to be paid what i'd really like to know is is what are the things that you did that that were different between not being paid and being paid? Because uh, I want to ask you about how that felt as well. So the things we did to start being paid for yeah, proposals? Yeah, what did you do I guess differently? We, we've implemented just the whole, um, when we get an inquiry, we've created a questionnaire to try and sort, sort of trying to build credibility, I guess, and, and yeah. Even the, the credibility pack that we talk about in Builders Black Belt is still a work in progress. Yeah. Um, but just, you know, sending a questionnaire to learn more about their business so that, um, you know, I manage that part of it so that they're sort of communicating with me first um, so that I can just get a feel for people and maybe even weed people out before I even put them onto Jason. Yeah. Um, but then him implementing a call with the person um, if they reply to the questionnaire and then just going into the questionnaire responses in more detail, just, again, building more credibility and then that sort of is where he explains about that there's, you know, a fee for doing a detailed proposal or he explains it in the site visit actually, which we're also getting paid for now. Um, 
and just sort of showing the value behind those things as well, like why why we ask um, people to pay us for site visits and why we're we're asking for people to pay for proposals as yeah. well. And what so what what how how has that turned out? Like how is the business different now? Um, what 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 is it like now that you you're being paid for a site visit before you go out, being paid for a a proposal before you you know you instead of just doing it all for free? Just feels like we're actually being paid what we should be really for our expertise and our time. It's just I don't know. I was really hesitant to implement those things, thinking that people wouldn't pay for them, but. I think once you realise your own value and your own worth, it just seems natural that they should pay you. And we haven't had anyone push back. Um, well, some people didn't want to pay for a site visit and that was fine. It weeded them out right at the start. Yeah. But anyone that has, most of those people have gone on to do a paid proposal as well. So just gave us more confidence to keep going with it when people were, you know, as soon as the first person accepted it and went ahead, it just gave us more confidence with the next one that we had to do, yeah. that it was the right thing for us. And so it was obviously a, a challenge to do it, like, and and you were worried about it, or you know, mm-hmm. scared, or or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I keep saying in in the in the podcast all of the time that that when uh, you are presented with with a way of doing something that makes sense, and there is a fee to it, and and it's a different thing. It's it's not the same as a as a free proposal. Uh, sorry, a free quote. It's a different mm-hmm. process. You're actually getting value from this versus just a quote. Um, have you noticed that it's yeah. changed the relationship between the builder and the customer w- when they pay for a proposal? Like have the projects worked any different? Have the sites been any different? Have the customers been any, any different between back in the free days and the paid days? We're probably only really into our first like we're probably a couple of months into our first project where we did have a paid site visit and proposal, but the communications has been excellent. I don't, you know, the guy, he's, he's a great client. It's, I think there's just been a lot more respect from the start. They've had much better communication than usual usual because I think they went into a lot more detailed, um, just detail about the project during the whole proposal period. Um, So I think that, you know, instead of just a quote where a lot of it would probably be estimates and ballparks because they went through all the details creating that detailed proposal, it's ironed out a lot of the problems going into the project. Yeah. yeah. So and it's com- just been a much smoother process for us and hopefully for them too. Yeah. And communication is probably at the at the core of, of that. So yeah. um, mm-hmm. the listener to this, this hot seat uh, – may be in blueprint or black belt but many of them aren't like many people in the in the tool shed um are, are in the tool shed so what would you give them as as advice for for one two or three things that they should change in how they're running their business based on your experience and and like you haven't been with us for all that long it might be you know over a year or something yeah a couple of years um what advice would you give them as to what they should look at changing in their business? I think they should get out of the tool shed and get into the blueprint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I just think. But what have you I learned mean, going through that, that you would go, gee, you know, I really encourage you to, to do this in your business, change this, stop doing this, start doing that. Stop doing things for free. That's for a start. Definitely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've got to value your time. You really do. When you think about how much time you spend doing quoting and 
after hours and you know just trying to fit all these things into your day you can't be doing it for free and you spend so much time on a quote it's not like a quick mm. one hour thing and it's done you know you're spending four five six ten hours on a quote you really have to be getting paid for that time otherwise you're just losing money in your business yeah and how, that's why you've got to change how how did you and jason do that because it's all well and good for us to sit here and say this is what you've got to change but it'd be great to to hear about the challenges mental and emotional challenges that you went through to going from a place where you you'd spend hours and hours and hours and do it all for free and now charging for it and there, there has to be a journey there because you've, you've got to go from really not valuing your own time to valuing valuing your own time and and experience what what was your experience there your journey like going from one to the other it took a long time, as you would know, Mick. Yep. Like we've been, yep. as you said, it been in black belt for over a year and it's probably only been in the last couple of months that Jason felt confident enough to make that change himself. Yep. So I don't know. I think being, I just think being in black belt and we have regular calls and you just hear other people's stories and you get so much support from the people within black belt. I think that's actually what probably ended up pushing us to change what we were doing mm. more so than anything else. Yeah. But and I mean, just... you weren't the slowest, remember? There, there, there are other we people that took. No, no. There was, I'm, I'm sure shocked. you heard this, the story about Wayne and Lee, and I think Wayno's been on the hot seat before. Um, yeah. That, that uh, it was years before. They, and they even told us a story at an intensive where uh, they said, we, we can't believe it, but one of our prospects said, mate, you know, I want to pay you for this. Like the prospect bought up the the the, <laughs> the idea of of paying, and Wayno's gone. No, nah, no, nah, mate, no, nah, don't worry about it, mate. <laughs> like, oh, Wayno. <laughs> so yeah, but it's 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 really challenging to get over that that I don't know. It, it's 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 not an ego it's thing. Definitely it's, a mindset. It's a mindset. It's a that you, mindset. I don't know. Maybe you don't feel like you deserve it, or that people it. won't pay it. I think that's, yeah, it's that's a deservedness it. thing. It's it's a, a worthiness yeah. thing, and. Like yeah. I was having a conversation with someone just this morning saying what I believe about the value that builders bring to families and society generally uh, and, and builders don't realise how much influence and impact they have on the success of a family or not. Like I know I'm getting mm -hmm. fairly deep here but that the environment <laughs> that they live in, whether it's, it's the design of it, the, 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 the toxicity or otherwise of it, how it's built um, and, and the guy – who was in America that I was talking to this morning said, man, I, I really, I totally resonate with that because he and his girlfriend were living in, in a, in a bigger place. And he said that, that, that their relationship, like they were always shitty and sick and, and, you know, and they moved into this other place was a bit smaller, but the design was different and the light was different and how it worked was different and all of that. And he said, our relationship is so much better. We're so much more creative. We feel so much better. We've got more energy. Like the environment that a builder creates is awesome. And, and what yeah. they also don't understand is that the, the, the emotional link to the building experience has an impact on that as well. Like how if if every time the someone drives up the driveway and they see their house, it's an icon, a reminder of the experience of building the bloody thing. And yeah. was it a nightmare? Or was, or was it, it great? Great. <laughs> you know? And and builders need to understand 
the value that they bring to other people's lives and they need to be compensated for the value that they bring to the lives. The builder is the prize. It's the work isn't the prize. The builder is the prize. And, and yes, you always say that, and now see we're taking it on board. Yeah, well, finally. That, yeah, I, I bludgeon people into submission. That's how we work here. Well, <laughs> we, it works. <laughs> just keep repeating it until you go. Stop saying it. I'm going to do it. Get off my back. <coughs> so, uh, if I could just say, okay, one thing, just to leave us with, um, <coughs> that hopefully will inspire others. What? What's oh, Nick, no pressure. The, 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 the <laughs> single best thing that you think that you've, you've gotten from being in, in the group environment? Like tell us about your experience with the, with the group. I just particularly, I'm only working two days a week in the business at the moment and I just find it keeps me motivated being in the group and I just love hearing everyone's ideas and everyone's so willing to share ideas and are so supportive of each other and that's what I love about the group. Yeah, yeah, that's what I love about it as well. Like I wish I wish that it had been my idea to do this. <laughs> but it wasn't. Uh, I was Aww. I was coached into doing it and I didn't believe that a one-on-one coach I, I didn't believe a, a community type group coaching could be better than one-on-one and putting the time in one-on-one and it's like it's chalk and cheese. Like it's, it's there's no mm-hmm. competition, which was difficult for my ego to to handle in the beginning. <laughs> the, the value doesn't come from the coach. The value comes from the community and people like yourself, you know, showing up, wow. clapping, cheering, yeehawing, um, and and supporting people when they're having a bad time. Like people in this group have a bad time. Um, yeah, and, and it's just good. It's, that's what I liked as well. You know, when we were going through a bad time, it was really good to hear from other people who had been through similar things and come out the other side. Yeah, so that absolutely. was as well. So um, thank you for being on this week's hot seat. Um, you were nervous. You thought it was, it, you were going to be somehow harmed. Um, <laughs> it's going to kill <laughs> you, you in some way. <laughs> yeah. So uh, was, was it okay? Are you okay? Yes, it was fine. I'm okay. Thank you for checking. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Rachel, for being on this week's Hot Seat. And uh, folks, we'll be back again next week with another Hot Seat from a Black Belt or Blueprint member just so you can get a bit of an insight onto uh, what goes on in this crazy cult where we yeah, do strange things. We're all, we're all drinking the Kool-Aid. We're all drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you Rachel. <laughs> Bye.